Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Welcome to the spring vernal equinox in the Northern Hemisphere, and welcome to some fire back in the chart. Hi, good morning, good afternoon. Thomas Miller here. Thanks for joining us. Rested and refreshed. Thank you for that time off. I needed every day of it. We're going to get rolling here. We've got a pretty busy week this week, actually, astrologically, so let's take them day by day. And yesterday, the big monumental crossover of the sun into Aries happened at 11.30 in the morning, Eastern Time. The vernal equinox was just a few minutes after that. Of course, the sun crossing the celestial equator as the sun is moving north. And see, this is where astrology, you know, for you folks that are listening south of the equator, (laughs) it's almost like... You've got to listen to a system that was created north of the equator. You know, astrology, if you go back to the very earliest days that we have record of, probably 3500 B.C. or so, it came from Mesopotamia. It came from Babylon, Egypt. These were the the seeding grounds, if you will, of basically what we have now today. And that was all above the equator. So the system was built on that. Last year at this time we released an audiobook excerpt from Steve Forrest. If you'd like to go back to it, it was on March 20th, 2021, and it's entitled Happy Vernal Equinox, an audiobook excerpt from Stephen Forrest, The Book of Fire. You can also search that online if you'd like, and it also calls it up. So you could search Fun Astrology, Happy Vernal Equinox, and that would get you there. And you can listen to that. It's about a 12-minute long audiobook excerpt where Steve talks about the vernal equinox, spring, Aries, fire. I listened through several minutes of it and his little analogy of the robins in the nest, feed me, feed me. And he said something in there that rings so much truer this year than last, that part of that symbolism of spring is that we have to fight sometimes to be free. And again, we send our love and our prayers to those in Ukraine fighting today, right now, to be free. This is also significant because our tropical western zodiac begins with the spring equinox, the vernal equinox. And I found some just some fun stuff on this that I thought we could play with for just a second. So there was a Greek astronomer, Hipparchus of Nicaea, who lived in the around 120 to 190 B.C. period, introduced this term of the cusp of Aries, the first point of Aries, by simply observing that the sun was in the constellation Aries at springtime, the vernal equinox. The new life after winter is over and out. But if you look today on one of your apps on the phone that shows you where things are in the sky and you find the sun, you'll notice that it's in Pisces, the constellation of Pisces. And that's because of what is called the precession of the equinoxes, which is basically a very, very slow change in the axis of the Earth's rotation. And that causes a wobble as Earth orbits the sun, and it basically moves the trajectory one degree every 73 years. So that point crossed from Pisces into Aries in 68 BC. So you see our 
tropical zodiac is set to a fixed point, which is the vernal equinox. It's a fixed time. Sidereal is free-floating. So sidereal marks where the sun actually is in the sky right now. That's the big difference. And of course, astrologers debate and sometimes fight over that difference. Now, what will happen in the future? Well, in 2597, if you want to plan some future incarnations, would be an interesting time to be around. A.D. 2597 is when the sun then will move into, we're moving backwards now in zodiacal order, will move into Aquarius. You know, there's this big debate also on when the age of Aquarius begins or began. (laughs) And some say, oh, it won't even start until 2597. That's because the sun will then, on this precession of the equinoxes, have moved into Aquarius. So there's a little side fact of kind of how we are, where we are. We can talk about this more tomorrow and through the week, but I did also want to mention that today at 2.06 this morning, Mercury conjoined Jupiter in Pisces, and Mercury is quickly heading toward the same, a conjunction with Neptune on Wednesday afternoon, and will also be aspecting the nodes of the moon on Wednesday as well. So we're in that applying energy. So some really interesting energy with Mercury right now as it moves between Jupiter and Neptune in the sign ruled by both. <laughs> talk about talk about being three's company. Uh, <laughs> Mercury's got to feel a little awkward there. Uh, maybe am I interrupting anything? <laughs> but seriously, how do we interpret that? Increased amplitude and connection and messages of psychic perception. Your intuitive Geiger counter should be going beep, 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 beep right now. And messages should really be coming through. Wow, what a time to have your journal or your notes program on your phone or a pen that you can write on the back of your hand to do anything to capture messages that come through right now because this is as powerful as it gets and will not exist again on the universe for another 165 years. I know with all that else has been going on in the world, and yet this magical time of Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces has been like nothing we've ever experienced. So I hope you will take advantage of it. Tune into it. Quiet down, slow down enough. I know, which is kind of hard right now with everything else going on, but that's the key. I love you guys. I will see you back tomorrow. We've got a full week, so we're going to rock and roll. Have a great Monday. See you back tomorrow on the Fun Astrology Podcast.